0: You can't just sit in your room and watch YouTube and expect to win the next game. You got to wake up. You got to wake up. You know, you just got to wake up and transform your life into what you want it to be. And I know that, you know, you won't be forgiving yourself in the future because you gave it everything that you had Mm. and don't make the excuse for yourself that you gave it all you had when you didn't.
1: I think I got it. Clearly see what you're saying.
0: Hi, my name's Kiner, your average college student. Hi, I'm Steven. Yeah, I am definitely your average
1: college student. I love having deep conversations in my dorm room, but it's time to bring it out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the double take where we talk about those secret conversations that
0: we have in our dorm rooms, and we bring it out into the open. Your average college bums explaining philosophical ideas. This is the double take. Cause we all make mistakes sometimes,
1: and we've all stepped across that line.
0: <laughs> All right, we're getting started. steven steven has got us with the lemonade. All right, welcome back to the Double Take podcast, episode three. Hey, let's go. We made it this far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not lazy bums. Um, today. We're going to be diving into forgiveness. Ooh, forgiveness. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> All right, Stephen, you lead us off.
1: <clears throat> All right. So right before we started recording, you mentioned that your dad has a lot of good thoughts on forgiveness. You just kind of threw the question out, and he gave you the, the info the info the info he
0: gave me a lot of info yeah no okay. that's what i heard
1: so i warned you i'm cutting straight to the chase okay you said this is going to be the good stuff so you know why not keep our why keep our listeners waiting when we can just get
0: to the good stuff right exactly what is forgiveness what is forgiveness so i guess are you talking about my definition or are you talking about the actual definition
1: i guess we well, would be talking about
0: I, my I, definition I, right
1: I, yes, your definition. It's already wrong, but, but it's okay. Most specifically, your dad's definition.
0: Okay. So my dad's definition of forgiveness is um, closure instead of exposure. What?
1: Okay, I knew, okay, I knew it was going to be
0: good, but I didn't realize it would be that good. Okay, hear me out. So my oh, dad...
1: <laughs>
0: Dude, you warned me and I didn't see it coming. Okay, so my dad... Had tons of girlfriends um, in his high school. Oh, so know, he years. was a frat
1: boy, like you know?
0: Not really. Okay, Not- like he wasn't like you know one of those boys that just wanted to like date everyone. Um, but he ended up dating a lot of girls because he just <laughs> he just loved hanging out with women. Like that was just the thing that he loved to do. And um, I think he had a lot of girlfriends because he was trying to figure out what he wanted. Uh, That's good. There's yeah, good. there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but you also look like the modern day, <laughs> in the modern day <clears throat> frat boy. You know, Yep. is that what it's called? <laughs> I guess so.
1: F boy, whatever you want to oh, call yeah. it. Oh yeah, F
0: boy. That's probably what we call it now. <laughs> so he had a lot of girlfriends that were super in love with him, and he let them down like big time. You know, letting down in the sense of he it wasn't his thing he didn't like like that specific person, uh, you know, for such and such reasons. He didn't go into full detail about it. But he said, you know, I had to forgive. I asked him about forg- forgiveness. And then he said, I had to forgive a lot of, you know, women because, you know, it, showed, it was shown as a sign of maturity, you know, when you forgive somebody. So what he mm. would do is, um, in the instance of one of his girlfriends he was telling me about, she was really heartbroken. Like, she was kind of pissed off that you know, he just you know let it go. You know that was oh, the Oh, he wasn't was putting gonna... the effort into the
1: relationship, or just
0: I don't know if he wasn't putting in the effort. I don't think it was the right fit for him. Oh, was and she like a needy type? Just I think based on his take, it was she was pretty needy in the sense of, you know, she she just couldn't get this idea of him out of her head. So what he had to do was he drove. He le- used to live in L.A. He drove all the way to her house um, in the L.A. area. Uh, it was like thirty minute drive. Room, room, and yeah, <laughs> room, room. <laughs> and he basically went up to her house, you know, and said, you know, I want to do this in person, um, you know, over the phone. And he went up to her house, and he apologized for, you know, letting her go, you know without closure
1: oh so he okay okay i'm getting the picture yeah so he just dropped her without closure and she yeah. was like super pissed about because
0: that. she was still you know he was still weighing on her mind and uh, she was like oh you know we didn't oh, we didn't I see that we didn't okay. get this off right because yeah you're broken up but right you, there's no closure there if you it's if they're still on your mind you know right
1: yeah. and and for a lot of women and it's you know, and some guys too, you know, when there's something disturbing them, it's not like they can just erase those concerns.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's what he was telling me about. It really comes like from your heart, because once you give your heart to somebody, it's really hard to take it back. You know, once you give your heart to somebody, it's really hard to take it back.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, that that works in real material in the real material world you give somebody a gift and then you just walk up to them and take it back like you're going to get a little bit of tension
0: oh yeah for sure he he felt the tension i mean if he had this many (laughs) girlfriends I i mean his my grandma you know his mom she couldn't even count with a tracker how about she has a wait. You know, she was keeping track. She was keeping track. She's she, keeping track. She had of this it. In guy? Ra- she had it in Roman numerals. You know, like five, six, seven, eight. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. So he, it's pretty. I mean, is that a little creepy? It's. I mean, she she knew. You know, he liked women, so it was kind of like he's like keeping what <laughs> keeping track. She, she's oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. But you know, going back to closure instead of exposure, and you, if you look at. If you look at it in the modern times, there's a lot more people or guys, I guess you could say, they're kind of guilty of this. I mean, girls are kind of guilty of it, too. It's both 50-50 um, when you're talking about, like, sex. You right. Know? So we're going to go there, guys. <laughs> this oh, isn't a sex ed yeah. class, but this is... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we're not going there. <laughs> um, but when you talk on the basis of, like, sex and... There's someone who's just in it for the good stuff, in not it, in it for the it, mentality. You know, they're not in there, they're not in it
1: to win it. They're, like, in it for, like, 50-50. Like, 50, <laughs> I,
0: don't I don't know. It's not even, like, 50-50, because you both it's lose. Just a, you know?
1: Yeah, seriously. You both. And you everybody know. acts like it's not a big deal, but you can see it all over their faces. It's a big deal. Well, it's awkward to talk about. Yeah. Who wants to talk about sex, like? It's true. You know, when you go through that and then come out of it, and there's some people, they act like, oh, it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, I sleep around, whatever, you know, that's just who I am, but it does have a toll on them and you, you start to see it.
0: Yeah. It's almost like, let's be real. Yeah. I don't want to say it's a mental illness. I, I hope it's, there's nothing that does say it's a mental illness, but I think it's a bad mentality morally to. Just say, oh, hey, I got this girl's number and we're gonna go get diddity dong dong in the, in the hotel. You know, it's like, I don't know. I just, you're just kind of like, what? Like, you just didn't talk this out. You're just both agreeing to do this. They're gambling their hearts, dude. That's tr- Yeah. You're gambling your you're, heart. Away. You're gambling. Cause when the sense of my dad, you know, uh-huh. she, she didn't, they didn't even have sex. I mean, I don't think he like, did. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. But he but was, I'm here. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm here for a reason.
1: No, I was a mistake.
0: <laughs> um, um, my brother. Oh, <clears throat> I should say that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, you know, he loved the idea of closure. He thought of it as maturity You know, my dad was always about, you know, I just need closure with this woman because she can't get him off his mind. And she's all over the place. And they didn't even have sex. This was like a mentality of like, I can't, I can't go anywhere, you know, with my heart for somebody, for some other people, Hmm. you know, because when you gamble that you're like, you're playing the lottery. Either you insert a hundred dollar bill and you're going to get 200 or you're going to get zero. And I think for her, she felt like she got zero. Or maybe possibly even negative. You know, mm-hmm. you, you get into the negative category where you're just like...
1: So was she just <clears throat> pestering your dad to to have some kind of closure? Or did he kind of have her still like on his mind and he felt like he needed some closure as well? Well,
0: here's the thing. I think she was pressing about it more than he was. Okay. But he was the one who felt responsible. Which is why he I thinks... I she was conscientious about it. Yeah, and you don't, you wouldn't go up to your girlfriend's house after you broke up her with her over text, and unless you were me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, if uh, you break up with a girl over text, that's really bad, right? Dude, that's so bad. It's you need to do it in person. You need that. They need that closure. I think both guys and girls. I think mostly it happens to a girl because guys like to expose girls more than you know. I think girls like to expose guys. I think guys are more in it to. Want it, you know? <laughs> um, and I think it's more... It's less manly, obviously. Because it's like you're you're just wanting to have sex with that person. You're not wanting to go on the deeper level of respecting them like we talked right. earlier.
1: It's not so much a relationship thing. It's more of like a physical need.
0: A physical need.
1: I think so. Because I know there's a lot of guys, they need a physical fix And that's the only way they can get it. And whereas women generally tend to stress the relationship side more, I think. I I might be wrong.
0: Well, you know, the pain of exposure is so great that that's why you come back for closure. Mm. And I think those correlate, even though they seem a little bit opposite. Right. I don't know if they're necessarily opposite, but, you know, it sticks within your heart and your soul. When someone's not going to give you closure and it's just, oh, we're done.
1: Right. I think closure is one of those things that just needs to happen almost like daily. With mm. people Because things happen on a daily basis. And right. if you end each day on a good note and you have good closure, because people are not perfect. Yeah. And if you are a forgiving person, which is the topic for today you will be forgiving that person daily for various stuff. And they likewise. They'll they'll reciprocate that. And that's that's honestly how good relationships work. And that's doesn't just fall into romantic relationships. That happens between, you know, friendships. Um we talked about doing stupid stuff. You know, I <laughs> let you down and didn't do stupid stuff, which was probably a good idea on my end, but you know What do you mean by yeah, that? and you were forgiving towards that. Okay. Hot tub time.
0: Oh, hot tub time. Hot
1: okay. tub time. Hot tub take. Yes. We had these grand ideas of setting up a hot tub in my dorm room.
0: Oh, yeah. This is sounding
1: so cheesy, but, hey, we needed, like, uh, that was an idea or something to work on that would get our minds off of the stress of school.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And so we're like, okay.
0: You want to develop a- an idea, to that- Exactly.
1: Yeah. Let's get this hot tub. Let's put it in my room. <laughs> it'd be hilarious. We can get our minds off of, you know, whatever stupid stuff we're working on.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're like $400 though. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know. I feel like I just
0: kind of like dropped off because you, you, it sounded like you were going to put money down on it. I was, I got this, like, you know, I had $200 in the bank and I was, you know, I had free money to kind of spend. And I was like, Man, okay, it's Steven. looking really tough. Yeah, Steven, you gotta go 50-50. Steven! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steven, where's the money? <laughs> yeah. No, pretty And much. I just kind of like, eh, yeah, eh, Life's already in months <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, though. You know, you just, you want to buy the jacuzzi, and then you're just like, oh, this money's in the way. Oh, I think shoot. we told you guys, you know, the listeners, we were trying to do many different ideas, hot tub in our room. Airbnb with like 30 people And we just like We're like wow this is so expensive And it sounds so cliche But it was like we thought we could do it And we thought we had the money (laughs) And then when we hit check out We realized that the totals like $2,000 or something And we're like oh gosh Like this is bad (laughs) So make sure to have a plan Make sure you got money (laughs) Because it's not an easy feat to achieve For sure Okay, back into the idea of forgiveness. <laughs> I forgive you for Dude, not talking doing that. about this. I,
1: I feel so stupid. Just like <laughs> our ideas are so whack, but they're like they're great.
0: Yeah, they're great. We, <laughs> they're just, great. Can't, we just can't execute it. You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we honestly thought this podcast would be one of those things we wouldn't be able to execute. Yeah. But thankfully, we could do this for free. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um,. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, not exactly for you, but...
0: Okay, back on the topic of forgiveness. (laughs) You forgave me. I forgave you. I forgive you. Yes. Thank you. You know that by going out and taking action that there's like this energy that's going to shift inside of you, you know, by taking some sort of action. And I think holding yourself accountable can be an idea of forgiveness in your brain instead of saying, oh, I'm going to go to that person's house and just say Sorry. It's more than just saying sorry. It's looking back at what you did wrong, what she did wrong, comparing the two, and not blaming each other for it, but just saying, hey, this was the conclusion, and I want to make sure that I can forgive that person correctly, because if we could all just say I'm sorry and move on, it would really be that simple, but sadly, it's it's deeper than that, because if we don't get the hot tub in the dorm room, then you know Keep going back to this. I'm just say though, you know, it's like four hundred dollars, and you're like, if you don't get the hot tub in the, you know, in the bedroom, and then I don't come back and I don't see you for two weeks, I can't just say I'm sorry. I have to say, hey, like I didn't have the money, you didn't have the money, we weren't, we both weren't willing to go in fifty fifty, so like it doesn't matter. It's true, we didn't have any closure. I can't just say it. I'm sorry it didn't work. Right. You know, I I, I can't just
1: come to you and be like, sorry. And then
0: like, yeah, what kind of apology is that? You know, it's kind of lame. I mean, you don't want it is
1: everybody wants <sighs> to feel like they're understood. And when you just say, sorry, yeah, it's dude, there's no closure in that. And people leave thinking, you know, did they really understand why it hurt me?
0: Mm, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So when you can like repeat, you know, back to the person, you know, okay, I get it. Yes, I hurt you because of this, this, and this, and they can correct you. They that be communication, like, uh, not really, you know, have that clear communication where you lay everything out.
0: That communication is key, because if you just say I'm sorry and they're not saying anything, then they're gonna call you back on the phone right then and there, you know, the same night, and be like, I didn't have closure, you know, essentially. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna say that like closure, but they're gonna be like, Hey, you know, I I didn't like that apology, you know, and nobody ever does that because I guess it's kind of annoying. But you didn't give a proper closure, so you're going to get exposure from that because you didn't clear things up, you know? Uh, I think it's really overwhelming when we have so many people these days just exposing people, you know, just trying to have sex left and right or not thinking about it morally or saying, you know, hey, why doesn't this person love me anymore? You know, there's no closure in that, and it wrecks people's life. Mm. And nobody ever thinks about it in that way, but I think looking down on forgiveness in that sense is really important.
1: Mm. <clears throat> it's really good.
0: Yeah, it's it's great to take that awkward, you know, subject and right. turn it into something where it's like this forgiveness is going, you know, this apology of forgiveness is going to mean something this is
1: soothing deep stuff man yeah.
0: no pun yeah. intended <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's true people acknowledge and appreciate when people take the time and confront the awkwardness because mm. that stuff doing everything you just said that can be incredibly awkward and i know a lot of people they'll just Say, I forgive you or I'm sorry, you know, right off the bat and just move on. Because they're trying to avoid that awkward moment. Yeah. We need to confront our awkward moments. You love other people better. Yeah. Become a lovable person.
0: Totally. I don't think we could have love without forgiveness. If you look at Jesus on the cross, you know. Yeah. That's the proper forgiveness. I mean, that's the ultimate sacrifice. It's more of a sacrifice than a forgiveness. Dude, but... let's talk about love real quick. Okay. Because well, you we can't... were on the topic of yeah, love. Yeah, yes. Let's let's dive
1: into love like fully because you can't forgive somebody. I see where you're going down this train and I think we need to cover our bases here. Okay. You can't fully forgive somebody if you don't understand love and love is simply this. It's the principle of giving what is needed most. It's unselfishness. That's all that love is. And there's, it's kind of sad in our English language. Mm. There's only one word for a bunch of ideas. Ladies and gentlemen, love is not sex.
0: Exactly. Yeah, no (laughs) kidding. It
1: can be, but it's not, you know, in Greek, there's all these, there's different words for love. You know, there's agape and, you know, all these different, uh, love variations. You know, there's a brotherly love, unconditional love, all this stuff, right? We just call it love period. Yeah. But this is the one thing you need to know. Love is the principle of giving what is needed most. And when you understand that, you can have forgiveness for people. And people can forgive you. Mm. And that's that ties into what uh, what you were saying about closure. You can't have closure with people if you don't have a willing heart to give what is needed most. And for a lot of people, it is receiving closure.
0: Mm. So if you love somebody... That's a, that's a great... Give them point. the closure. Yeah,
1: and that that goes on. I'm basically repeating what you're saying, but I just I, I felt like I needed to well, really clarify love, right? For yeah, what it is.
0: That's that's totally good. I mean, I, I mean, I like your I, your point of love. I think you can't discuss love without discussing porn. Yeah, oh, because yeah, dude. Let's you go. You know, you get on so you get on the porn topic. Uh, you know, porn makes you think. That there's this idea of love in, you know, the videos that you watch and it makes you think that there's this sense of belonging or this sense of closure because it leads down this road of like, I have to have sex with this person so that we can get everything straight, which Mm -hmm. is a weird way of thinking about it. It's almost it's almost seemed like it's normalized, which is an what your definition of love was. Right. Uh, Could you repeat your definition of love? So,
1: my definition of love is the principle of giving what is needed most.
0: Yeah, giving what is needed most is not sex. No. That is Uh. not what is the most that you need. It's something that is a a temporary, you know, what do you call it? Pleasure. Pleasure. It's a temporary pleasure. It can be something where
1: you give it, you're giving it to your partner because that's what they need most. Yeah. It can be, but most often than not, it's what can
0: I get from sex or relationships or whatever. And if you're not trying to have a kid, you don't really get anything out of it.
1: Dude, this this is what I – I love The Bachelor or The Bachelor show. It can be kind of entertaining. Yeah. But this is one of my big pet peeves about – The this, show. That show.
0: It's the sex. Dude, is there's it-
1: always that moment where, okay, oh it comes gosh. down to the, like – you know the final several episodes. You know, a guy and a girl they're getting cozy. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I already know where you're going. You this. know where I'm going, and they start this
0: conversation, and it's always and he's the t- same. He's touching her, She's touching you
1: know, her on are like you know gaze. And there's like they're like in <laughs> Greece or somewhere, right. Like Somewhere there's a camel looking at them for the cameraman <laughs> right. to film or something. Yeah, you know. exactly. And There's this sunset. You get it. You know there's champagne, and they there's they always end with this speech. <laughs> You know, I love you so much. I, they, you know, they, <laughs> they repeat all these sentences with I, you know? Yeah. When I'm with you, you make me, you know, feels, happy or feel you, some type you of give way. this to me and you give, it's always what you give me. Yes. It's not so mm. much about like, you know, when I'm with you, it inspires me to give this of myself. It's about like it's what they can get from the relationship.
0: Always the case, and that's why it's so annoying. When it goes down to the last episode and they're choosing who, if it's Blake or it's Daniel, (laughs) then it's like, wow, Wow, Tyler. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Will Tyler get you know defeated? (laughs) You know, you're like you're paying attention to this, and you're like, okay, well, she's obviously just gonna go with the guy that had the best sex. Or you know right where well, she got who the has most the best abs.
1: Yeah, you know I I get this amazing feeling when I'm like with you because your abs are so like you yeah, know. and you're like what? what what
0: yeah if it's the if it's the bachelorette where it's the girl right. picking the guy right why is it always like you know um there's been people talking about this on social media it's like the man has so much um you know responsibility you know and she. The woman always in The Bachelor puts this responsibility on the man because she's not saying, Oh, you know, you make me, like you said, want to give this. It's always like what she can take away from that man. And it's like, it's a little bit disgusting because they're a little bit flawed in that way. And you're like, Wow, these people are just choosing, you know, either a bachelor or a bachelorette based off of like, their pleasures pleasures
1: they're going through these pros and cons of what i can get from the relationship it's totally flawed of what love is because they're
0: literally stealing each other there's yeah they're stealing each other yeah because you said you you want to give that to somebody else it's an unconditional
1: love yeah love
0: to, that you give somebody you don't take it love is yeah it's something where you're in this mindset of like what can i give yeah I, there's not enough of that. There really isn't. This world would be a better place, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, if some, everybody had that mindset. Sometimes I think, okay, maybe I should give a homeless person, like, $20 today. Like, I should just do that, right? Um, what can I give in that sense of love? I, I guess it's just looked down upon because people expect something back, taking this from a business standpoint. Mm. If I give $20 to a homeless man, what am I going to get in return? And I don't think we should be focusing on what we get in return Mm. because what we already gave is enough. And that should settle within your heart. That shouldn't be what you need to, you know, survive. That should be that you should have, you know, that closure in your mind that this homeless person needed $20. I didn't need anything from them. Right. Mm. I needed this to say, hey, I'm going to help the homeless today. How can I do that? Right. Closure, not exposure, Mm. you know, closing that gap, you know, I
1: think. And that, that even goes along with what Jesus said about not allowing your right hand. Am I paraphrasing this correctly? Don't allow, um, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Mm, mm -hmm. Basically what it's saying is don't do it for the sake of exposure like you were saying right. but for the sake of just for for the goodness of your heart right you're doing it because it's just the right thing yeah and it's not about what you can get from it
0: that's really sad i don't think you know you look at all your friends just think of all your friends that you have right now i'll think of my friends it's like who is willing enough to it's it's a dangerous place because you're giving your heart away we have mm. to we have to be careful of that Because if you give your heart in the wrong area, a lot of uh, the time people say, well, I don't want to give $20 to the homeless person because he's just going to spend it on weed. Weed, pot. So, yeah, they don't feel good in their heart, right? Right. Well, then find an alternative. Like, go get them Burger King or go get them Taco Bell. the idea. It's the principle behind giving that $20. Yeah, don't give up. (laughs) I struggled with this, man. Yeah, I took a speech class and I, just a quick thing. I took a speech class and I did it on persuading people to give to the homeless. And lo and behold, my teacher was actually homeless before she became a Ph.D. in speech. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Wow. And at the end of the speech... Did you get a name Yeah, I did. Nice. But it wasn't because she was homeless. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know? You know, I was bet you it really probably good. had
1: a little little
0: part of it. Well, Don't yeah. did you think? Have you ever watched Groundhog Day, the movie? Groundhog Day. Why this, have I heard that name? The guy, it's um, uh, by Tom Tom Hanks is in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he, okay. he replays his life every day. I think I've already talked about this in another episode but i think it was the first well episode. i don't remember anyway oh, well. continue so he repeats the same life every day and he's giving to this homeless person and the homeless person just ends up dying every day because he's yep. just dying of old age and i think you know every day he was trying to give that person something different and no matter what he was still going to die so one day where he repeated again he just gave that guy the best of his life mm. and i love those youtube videos um, today where they say we're gonna take a homeless person and we're gonna just get them a haircut take them to a restaurant rent them a hotel for a month give them five thousand dollars to get started and it's like they didn't take anything from that person they gave it all away and you can see that sign of love and that happiness in the mm. video i love that you know it's great it just makes you feel great it makes you it makes you want to go and say, "Hey, I want to give twenty dollars to a homeless person." Right. You know? You're not thinking about the weed. You're not thinking about what they're going to spend it on. You're it's thinking the principle. about principle. It's the principle. Yeah, all goes back to the principle.
1: The principle of giving what is needed most, dude. That's ugh, good stuff, man. <laughs> if I, I wish I could make this the end of the episode because it's such a great note. But we got better stuff yeah, to talk about. Better uh, stuff. Uh, we're only like twenty-nine minutes uh, we're,
0: in. Uh, we're just getting started. <laughs> yeah, we might edit this, so it might not be twenty-nine, but back to forgiveness yes
1: could you forgive yourself if you found that you weren't doing what you desire to do for example
0: yeah put in an example for
1: me I'm gonna put it an example in there
0: <clears throat>
1: you have this desire to give for give to the homeless okay do these good things but you just can't find the time to do it and you're kind of hard on yourself and so therefore you're kind of not forgiving can you can you find a place where you can forgive yourself? Do you see where I'm going with this? Yes. You can forgive yeah. yourself, and so you can start headed
0: heading down the right route. Like what's the what's the middle thing that's blocking me right from giving? It, it does
1: does forgiveness allow you to get from where you are now to where you want to be? That's what I'm trying to say.
0: Well, I think taking it on the same concept of love where you don't you give something that you need you don't take right i think that has to be in there for you to move forward because if my dad apologized to you know his girlfriend and gave closure uh i don't think he got anywhere in his life like i guess he just knew that it was over and that he could get it out of his head but mm-hmm. you're you're talking about where can i Take Where can I take action in forgiveness? Like, can forgiveness compel me to take action to get from A to C? Right. And what's B?
1: Yeah. How can forgiveness be a instrument for self-improvement?
0: Mm. I think it goes back to maturity. I think it makes you aware, and it doesn't make you selfish, and it doesn't make you prideful. Because a lot of the times we just don't want to forgive. We just want to keep being right. And it's like you I'm said, right all the time. like we said in the last episode, you know, people are, they don't know enough to know that they're right, but they don't know enough to know that they're wrong. Is yeah. that what you were saying? Yep. They so.
1: think they know enough. They know enough to think that they're right, but they don't know enough to know that they're wrong.
0: Mm, yes. Yeah. And I think you, you hit it on the nail there because you got to give that love. You can't take it. And I think you have to run with it. I don't think you should think about it. I think, Mm. um, in the sense of closure, totally important in the sense of you moving on with your life, absolutely essential to forgive and not forget. We often say always forgive and forget, but it's like, why would you forget that moment that was so crucial for you to move on and so crucial for you to take action? Like you're telling me, um, you know, why would you just forget that? You know, you can forget it and it's in the past, but if you don't move on, you know, I, I think it's, this is really hard because it's like, where do you go with this? You know, cause you forgive somebody, you don't get anything back. Um, I think the ultimate thing is you just have to learn from it. You have to take with it. You have to take it and run with it. Right? Cause if you just, you know, keep badgering yourself over this one thing that you did with a girl and. You're mm. not. You give the closure, but you just keep thinking about it. You're just going to be in the same position. You're going to be in your dorm room, going like, "All right, I guess I'm going to get on Clash Royale or play some games, or you know, give yourself pleasure to numb why you know you're not moving on." Mm. Um, and
1: that's not giving closure for yourself or anybody around you. That's true. You're not. You're not providing forgiveness to yourself. To yourself and to others. By doing that. That makes sense. I I was asking that because is it... Because we're talking about I, I express the take of giving what is needed most. But then again, I feel like... I know last week we talked about... Last episode we talked about how you have to respect yourself in order to respect others. And I guess what I was trying to get at was... Do you have to forgive yourself to be able to forgive others? Does that... Ap- does that concept apply to this case?
0: Yes. Well,
1: which I think you were you were starting to dip your actually, toe into the, into those those concepts that idea.
0: Yes, it's different because I think it can work either both ways. Like where if I forgive you, um, or I forgive myself, I'm you know that there's still that sign of maturity. Uh, it's just how you are with that person, right? <laughs> It's kind of difficult cuz everyone's different, you know. Uh, so you can't just say oh, I apologize to some this, um, this, you know, certain person and right. it's fine cuz the next person they're going to need it different. That you know? can be almost selfish
1: because I I see where you're going with this. If your dad said, you know, okay, I feel kind of bad about not providing closure and all this stuff to this to this girl that I just broke up with, but i forgive myself and just like move on dude that could be like selfish but yeah, if he's like okay um interesting yeah what if what if the girl was like okay i have i don't want anything to do with you and all this stuff and he's like trying to get closure okay. but he can't yeah i think that's a good moment to actually take that liberty and say i'm going to forgive myself mm. for this and i'm not going to repeat this ever again because I want to provide true love.
0: I think that's a transformation of who you want to be. It just comes
1: down to maturity, like you were saying.
0: Yeah. But that's also, you know, you can do all that. But I think transformation has to happen on the shitty days where you're thinking about that stuff. Um, But that's only if you show up. Mm. You know, you're never going to fix it if you're Mm. not going to show up. You Oh, that's good. Because you're just going to sit in the same position. I had this, uh, I was in soccer uh, with my high school. I was on the soccer team, and we would run... What position? What position? Um, defense. Mid, oh, nice. Mid-defense. Mid-defense. Okay, so you're captains. on the soccer team Yeah. at your school. Yeah. Well, I'm going in a different route. I'm going in... Uh, we ran at 5 o'clock in the morning. Every,
1: every morning? Dude, that like, sounds...
0: It's like... it's. It was brutal.
1: <laughs> that is so brutal.
0: No, like, your head, your head is in the moment where it's like, oh, God, like, we were just getting to have good sleep, and then you have to go run, and... I had to get AirPods and, you know, just clear my thoughts away and get rambled in the music because we had to run like three laps around our loop. And our loop is um, like one and a half equals a mile. So we did like a mile and a half. Um,
1: Five o'clock. The the length doesn't seem so bad, but how early it is?
0: Ouch. Yeah, it sucked. I mean, and then uh, to top it all off, we would, you know do drills in the evening (laughs) and we'd also have to run like around the field and it was like bruh and i don't know where i was going with this let me i don't know continue i want to hear about this oh soccer stuff. oh like a transformation yep if there were oh yes this is where i was going a lot of people didn't show up at five o'clock in the morning
1: Mm. it's super hard oh right. okay i see where you're going with this
0: i lost a ton of weight by just you know, going and running in the morning. It was a weight, it was a, I didn't lose a ton of weight. I should say I maintained my weight and I lost a couple pounds here and there from, you know, going and doing that. And I think that transformation was only going to happen if I didn't settle for just saying, oh, I don't need to run today. I can I can do this next game that we're going to have properly. And it's a, you know, it sounds like really shitty because you got to wake up at five. Right. But if I didn't, you know, if I just woke up and did it every day, which I did, um, I was only, maybe I didn't go to one of them. Um, I had to show up. I had to like put myself in the position. And so it's something you can't forgive yourself for if you, if you lose the next game. Cause you're like, you know, I didn't show up to run, you know? And you start thinking about all the things you did wrong. And I think you have to take those moments where you need to transform your life on those shitty days where you don't want to get up. You don't want to do, you don't want to put in the work and, that way when you lose the game because there's going to be a lot of games that you lose oh yeah
1: you can't forgive yourself when you do that okay 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 you can't so forgive basically- yourself
0: yeah because of what you've been exp- because of what you did to transform your life you know and it's such a great rewarding experience when you actually win a game because you ran, you know, with your you put team. in the hard
1: work. You put in the it's work. It's a reward. It's a reward. Okay, so let me see if I'm understanding your take correctly. By showing up to something that has that's not necessarily easy. Yes, it's definitely you, not easy. <laughs> it's not easy at all. Five o'clock, people. It's not easy. <laughs> Five o'clock, man. God. Five o'clock.
0: That's horrible. This
1: is after probably late night studying, playing games. Exactly. All that stuff. By showing up and going through what seems to be hard, you know, having that closure with your girlfriend, even though it's difficult, showing up, you're setting yourself up for success. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, and we said that, I think, in the first episode. Instead of Instead of just trying to get by. You were talking about fellow teammates just not showing up. Not doing the runs. Mm. You know, it's kind of interesting. You mentioned something that kind of, I don't know if you thought about it. You okay. got AirPods, you got all this stuff to kind of ease it. Yeah. A lot of people, that can apply to like relationships and other stuff too.
0: Yeah. I do. You know, people had to numb it with pleasure, you know? Exactly. It's kind of a pleasure. To, mm-hmm. I mean, who, who has AirPods, you know, with an Apple Watch to conveniently listen to music with nothing to hold while you're running? It's, yeah. It's a complete luxury. Dude, I,
1: I totally agree with you. Goes back. To I the- think
0: you should. I think you
1: should dive in and face those those hard times, and you will find ways to cope with it.
0: Yes. And you'll actually come out
1: a smarter, more mature
0: person. With whatever materials you have, with whatever circumstances you're given, you know. But you know they need to take the action. You mm-hmm. know, you can't just sit in your room and watch YouTube and expect to win the next game. You got to wake up. You gotta wake up, you know. You just gotta wake up and transform your life into what you want it to be. Right. And I know that, you know, you won't be forgiving yourself in the future because you gave it everything that you had. Mm. And don't make the excuse for yourself that you gave it all you had when you didn't. I think I got it. I think I got it. I th- I think I clearly see what you're saying.
1: If you choose not to do. To get up in the morning and actually strive, you're gonna look back for the rest of your life and be like, why the heck did I not take that chance? You're gonna get yeah. Right. Whereas if you did get up and you did push and you did grind and you did the daily work, when you if you failed in the future, you're you would be able to look back and go,
0: okay, at least I tried. Yeah. You know Is that what you're saying? I think it's a you know, at least I tried. Um I think it goes back to more of um, the closure and exposure. Like you closure just, and dis- <laughs> I, we should make yeah. that into a song, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of like you. There's no manifestation of maturity, you know. There's just, you know, it's prideful and selfish to kind of think that way, where you didn't give yourself enough to, you know, run with it. And man, who wants to forgive themselves? You know about something they tried their they didn't do. You know I think when you try your best, you're never gonna forgive yourself because you did all you could do. Mm. If I didn't have AirPods and my Apple Watch to go and run in the mornings, I would have found another way. Because then I would have looked back and said, "Man, I just made an excuse because I didn't have AirPods or my Apple Watch to mm-hmm. not to not to go run." So you know you can't make those excuses for yourself. You have to find a way to get up. You know so. You shouldn't
1: go into it thinking how you can make it easier for yourself. You should go in and then figure that stuff out. Yes. It's, it's the ability to just go in and do it.
0: You need the experience, yes. You have to have the experience behind your back.
1: Dude, you're opening my eyes how encompassing forgiveness really is. From relationships and from life habits. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's- just your livelihood, period.
0: Yeah, because it's more than, like I said, it's more than just a sorry, and it even goes deeper, deeper than just the conversation of, uh, like, my dad and his girlfriend. It's It goes way beyond that, because how did my dad move on from that? Mm. Otherwise, I, w- I wouldn't be here, when you think about it.
1: Dude, you know? you're literally here because of forgiveness.
0: I mean, yeah, essentially. We could say that, like, I guess for
1: everything, but... You, I, mean, I fi- honestly think a lot of the good things that we see we take for granted um not knowing that they probably came about through principles of like forgiveness.
0: Yeah, what because, if my what if my dad just stuck and stuck with his own ways and didn't forgive that person? Like how would right. he how would he move on to where I would have been born? Right.
1: Know? Yeah, we don't know how how much of a impact those things have. Yes. It's so true. It's like, it, it wow. could literally be life altering. And I feel like I'm being kind of dramatic, but I think forgiveness is a big enough issue. I honestly believe it could be life altering. Mm. If you don't, if you don't tackle forgiveness properly, well, look at Jesus Christ, dude, seriously, <laughs> it's he that changed was all of history just by forgiveness. I, I think thought... that's love. That's the principle of giving what is needed most. Yes. We needed, we needed love. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to show these people, these stubborn people on earth, what love is.
0: I think you just can't even argue with that because it's like, man, he gave you the ability as a human being because he was a human to have eternal life. And that's just the ultimate gift. And it's just Mm. like every time I hear those sermons, you know, it does sound cliche. But if you get the right pastor there and they're saying everything right on the nail, it's like, wow, that is really the ultimate gift. And it just makes me really, really happy. It's the ultimate love. It's the ultimate love. Yeah. Can you imagine like people were killing lambs? to ask for forgiveness and you know i just think that was so weird you know cuz you're you're sacrificing something so that you can get the closure, you know, you're like, you're like, all right, I need to find a lamb. I'm going to attack it. And then, you know, not, man, not attack it, just capture well, it. It's the form of assault, I guess. Right. It's like, you're like, you're like stretching his legs out, trying to put him on the fire. And it's die, like, man, yeah, and you're just like, Ooh,
1: I'm going to eat you later.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah and you, he had to die so that sins could be forgiven. It's true. And you know, that's something I love that Jesus took for us is He can tell God, um, not that God doesn't understand human traits, you know, or whatever, because we were made in God's image, it says. Right, Um, and he
1: also came down to be human, so he could understand us.
0: Exactly, and I I love that idea because I love that he understands us as humans while also being an entity, you know, that forgave us. Yeah. You know? It's (laughs) it's so
1: deep. Even if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, just reading through the Gospels— It just, the, all the gospels just reek with not, that's a horrible
0: word. Compassion.
1: And they just drip with compassion and forgiveness.
0: Yeah.
1: Because honestly, he could have totally dished us and be like these (laughs) ungrateful human beings. Hooligans, yeah. Hooligans, yeah. But he
0: said, he said, you know, forgive them, Lord, for they do not know what they're doing. And that, that
1: was while he was
0: being sacrificed.
1: Yeah, while he was being sacrificed. Dude, I, I don't know if I have that forgiveness.
0: I don't know, you know if I if, it if
1: somebody was embarrassing me or, you know, setting me up for something, I don't know if I would have the forgiveness to be like I I'm that kind of guy who's like, okay, how can I get this guy back, right? I think I have I to, have that mentality. Of,
0: yeah, you you kind of have to ask for it every day. It's not something you can really just live with cuz nobody lives with that type of love. It's impossible. We're so sinful right now. We don't even we can't even fathom how much we could give instead mm. of taking away. Um, and like, it goes back to that idea of um, when you put in the time, you know, that, you know, that time is really crucial. And that I think the time is now when you need to ask God, you know, either if you're religious or not, or just, you know, reading those stories to figure out what it takes to be forgiving and apply that to your life and understand it from the experience it's just a life-changing thing and it makes you it made me want to make that persuasive speech to tell people, hey, give to the homeless. Stop thinking about the weed. Stop thinking about the twenty dollar bill because it's man-made. Stop thinking about who the person is. Just help somebody. It's the thought. You know? It's the thought. It's the thought that counts. I But beyond the thought, it's it's really comes down to your heart because you're if you start second guessing the thought. Your heart's going to turn away from it because you're going to jinx yourself. Well, that's out our of it.
1: nature. Yeah, our nature is by default selfishness.
0: It's terrible.
1: It is terrible. I, I feel I catch sickening. Myself.
0: I feel sickening saying it because I know I'm thinking about the stuff in my head right now, like how I'm selfish in different ways, not just. Um, I guess you know it's hard to say it to you guys right now, but I guess uh, um, it, other ways that are hard to catch yourself being selfish.
1: Yeah, I I caught myself several times today I have a friend he just lost his mother all this stuff and he just wanted he called me up a week ago he's like bro I just want some company I want to just hang out and selfishly in my heart I feel horrible saying this but I need to get this out there I felt kind of like like it was a inconvenience to me hanging out with this person because i have a lot on my plate Mm. i have a lot of work to do and the times that he wants to hang out it's not very convenient and i caught myself and i was like dude i'm like i'm thinking about myself i'm not thinking about how can i make time for this guy because Mm. he lost his mother and he he needs company
0: yeah ouch yeah i don't know why we go like even in a death like that, you're explaining a death, you know? He's explaining this death to you. And all you can think about is, like, I don't know, yourself in some type of way or form. It's so weird to... I don't know how that happens.
1: It's sin, dude. That's what sin is. It's, it's crazy. It's just selfishness.
0: I know you care for that person. I'm just saying, like... Like what? How does it? How do you get from like just thinking about yourself as thoughts, even in a person's death? Dude, I think
1: it's just human nature, man. You do? I think it's just human nature after uh, the fall. We, as default, we tend to that kind of ties into the whole survival of the fittest. Oh. This mentality of me first, and by default when we when we're born we're always thinking about how can i survive and so it's something that we always have to like tackle every day every day and con- consider you know and catch yourselves and really measure you know am i doing this for me or am i doing this out of the goodness of my heart yeah yeah you it- can
0: only you can only gain that from the experiences that you Make for yourself. True. Sure. And it makes know?
1: it, it makes you stronger when you go through those experiences. And it's like, no, I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart. I'm not going to do this for me.
0: Yeah. You're not going to just forgive yourself because you did, you did everything that mm. you thought was going to be the best thing for you. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. That was deep stuff. I like the way you put that. Thank that you. That was awesome.
1: Thank you, man. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going on a tangent there, but it does really tie into
0: forgiveness. forgiveness.
1: I think that's the why Jesus came down to this earth, to demonstrate to us what forgiveness and love is, because by default, we're sinful. Mm. And so he wanted to come down and show us what forgiveness and these ideas of giving what is needed most, because over time, you can see through scripture and through other old documents, love had been... Turning into this thing of you know Sexuality and All this other stuff
0: Yeah selflessness yeah.
1: And a lot of these ideas This this idea that I expressed The love is the principle of giving nose, That's a Jesus concept mm-hmm. And nobody else Really expressed love in that way Before he showed up
0: Right they were all killing lambs like I said Right it, yeah
1: even, It was you know. it was It was a symbol but a lot of people, they kind
0: of lost that image. Imagine having to do something sinful to gain, <laughs> you know, the respect back from God in the sense of, you know, forgiving. It's just, wow. That It makes sense why Jesus came down and why, you know, he stuck to what he did. Because it was just insane, you know. It's insane.
1: Dude, he lived a perfect life. He went through the whole his whole entire life thinking about others and not himself. Mm. It's just it's just crazy dude i
0: think i think it's just really cool you know just to read that story and dude and people loved him and he loved other it was just the world
1: just society just came together around him mm. and even when they were crucifying there were people that were touched by his forgiveness and love
0: yeah even one of the guards that was standing yeah, by his thing even the guard you know, his cross was,
1: was touched
0: And this guy was literally, like, killing Jesus. I know. And he was Putting him in the tomb, you know, afterwards and all that. Wow, you know?
1: It's crazy, dude. I want to become a more forgiving, loving person.
0: Yeah, you know? uh, People look back and say, how are we blind by the condition Mm. in which it was taken? In which, like, some items are produced in the sense of love, you know? It's, it's hard to imagine how, in that scenario, of you bringing up that person whose mom died. Like, why was I blind to being selfish instead of giving? Mm. And why is it hard to give, even in the case of the worst possible thing in the world, which I think is death? You know? Could be. You know, I guess, you know, there's many other factors. But in the case of death... That's when change needs to happen. That's when change happens, right? You know,
1: right. For a lot of people, yeah. Right. You start. It comes down to the wire, and everybody's like, "Oh shoot! It's I need a, to get my life together." Yeah,
0: it's a big real. It's a big wake up moment. <laughs> um, yeah, being blind to the condition, I think we should definitely not marry ourselves to an idea, you know, and just Ooh, stick with good. it, you know. It's. You're cranking out deep stuff. It's. This is a great topic. It's a. You know, for all of you who stuck stuck through us this far, this is like this is something that can actually transform your life into looking at people differently, how you um you know, maybe look at religion or how you look at your life in a way you can transform it, um uh, make yourself better and make other people's lives better by sacrificing a little bit of yourself. And I know that's a dangerous game to play, but I think you still should play it. Like I said, Well, you gamble other
1: things. Why not gamble forgiveness? Dude, and it's something that...
0: Like I said, when It doesn't
1: hurt anything when you... It doesn't. It doesn't. When I told my friends... It only does good.
0: Yeah. In that persuasive speech I gave my class, I said, why shouldn't you give $20 to the homeless? Why are you arguing about the things? Just try it. Or like, you know transform your life. Just go and do that thing. Like I'm not, it's just a one-time thing. Money is always going to come your way or, you know, something's always going to happen where you can give something to other people, give something away from yourself to other people, you know? Uh, t- having ha- that closure and
1: sometimes that closure doesn't come right away, but you, you gave it <coughs> and you can forgive yourself because you gave it you know that hey i've given everything on my side of the things and maybe the yeah you okay
0: <coughs> don't, di- don't die <coughs> choking up <coughs> lemonade all right keep don't going. die kiner i'm not hopefully
1: <clears throat> you can forgive yourself knowing that you gave everything you could to forgive other people yeah you did everything you can possibly do on your side of things and it's up to that other person. You can't force them into reciprocating that same love back. But at least you gave everything on your side. Yeah. Story time. You know this person. I know you do. He was a complete... I'm not going to say those words on uh, <laughs> this podcast. He was He was mean, dude. This guy was a jerk. And I don't know why, but for some reason, I felt kind of bad for him. hmm so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to treat this guy nice no matter what. Yeah. Yep. And so that's what I did.
0: <laughs> and
1: dude, this guy like hated me for it. He, the more I gave him love and forgiveness every day for like whatever he did to me, I just, you know, ignored it, turned a blind eye. It was really hard, dude. The, I, I really wanted to give uh, it to him. I was hey, like,
0: story time, story time for me. My dad went to the cherry orchard just yesterday. Yeah, um, he went with Cody, and they were picking cherries. And we've always had permission to uh, park our car inside the orchard, and we're not supposed to by you know the owner, but he allowed us to because we pick there all the time. Mm-hmm. And this lady from his neighborhood comes and comes at him at like six in the morning. You know, <coughs> he's got um, he's working right. And they're like, you shouldn't have your car in, the, in that orchard. You know, what are you doing? And they're just ignoring, you know, they're cutting trees. They're cutting their cherries. And, you know, he's just thinking, oh, maybe I could lie to this person right now. You know, maybe I could get, get off the hook by just saying, you know, something about, you know, the car. Or, you know, giving <laughs> her the an excuse. the car broke down. Yeah, but the car <laughs> broke down. Yeah. Well, you know, a oh, better excuse than that. But, right. You know, just to get her More. away. Right. We're the owners. Yeah, the thought (laughs) of was like a sinful thought. Mm. And with the person that you're talking about that annoys you so much and you still give love back, I think it ends when you silence yourself because they can't go off of anything. If you end with a love statement, you know, there's like, whoa, this guy just gave something to me and I can't take anything from him (laughs) because he already gave it. Right. I
1: gave everything on my side of the thing. On my side. And he didn't reciprocate that until later. he treated me like a jerk, right? and, uh, Yeah, he treated me like a jerk. And I was like, why am I even doing this?
0: Yeah.
1: It got to a point where it was kind of frustrating. Mm. I'm giving all this forgiveness, all this stuff, and I'm getting nothing back. He's it still he's, useless. Yeah. And this goes completely against the idea of survival of the fittest because you're giving something and you're not receiving anything back. And that's not a very good survival tactic. It, you, <laughs> yeah, how does
0: it? How does it make the person that you're right arguing with better? You're giving not, something, yeah. you're not
1: getting anything
0: back. According to biology, that shouldn't work. You should die. You're double playing yourself you're, because you're giving it, and then he's also bashing you, bashing you, and he's hurting you. Yeah, he's he, hurting he's take, you.
1: He's taking more than than what you're giving, and I it, guess it would be better. To it take seems love. anti-intuitive, right? But this is there was a <laughs> huge payoff it worked on him it changed his heart i didn't see this until years later he he graduated and he was he became a just a changed person at at least in that brief amount of time that i saw him he was we talked and he was like man i really appreciate all that love and forgiveness you gave me Mm -hmm. even though i was a complete jerk to you and i he was really, really sorry about it. He felt really bad about it. Oh, that's great, you know. And. Um, that closure, you know? <laughs> yeah, there was that closure. And he told me, man, I was going through a lot of rough stuff. Mm. And I needed that consistency, that love in my life. Wow. And, dude, at least in that
0: moment. It that made point everything,
1: everything seem worth it. Right, it seemed worth it in the end. And now yeah. I know that we have this friendship that. Can't be broken because we went through all this crap, and I gave him this love, and there's this this closure that's like super strong, dude. It feels good. It's
0: still the greatest feeling. Right. Probably. It's the greatest feeling well, you get, ever. Let's just say it was like two years of crap he was giving you, and then it's just like, hey, man, like I my life has turned around, Ooh. and then you're just like, wow, that made the whole two years of giving him the benefit of the doubt of the love, you know, so worth it.
1: So worth it. Yeah. And dude, <clears throat> now it actually becomes a great survival tactic because now you have a strong knit group that you can help each other out. in. if you want to go, uh, I, I think, use biology terms, it's yeah. more of a, a, an, a investment, if you will,
0: business term,
1: a business term, I'm, how
0: about, how about acting natural? Because I think you gave an, a natural response. Cause you, you were questioning to me, like, you're like, I don't even know why I did that. You know, I think if you act natural, You know, their feelings become artificial on your side because there's, you can't feed off artificial and natural, you know. Well,
1: it really doesn't help anything. You just make an enemy out of that person. Where it's Mm. like, man, how can I get this back? How can I stop them? Let me build this wall.
0: Yeah. Relationship
1: wise, that takes resources and time and all that stuff. So you'll actually spend more effort trying to put up this wall and they're bashing you.
0: That's. Yeah.
1: Honestly, that's not a great survival tactic
0: either. Jeez. Dude, it... You brought it to a nice nice little deep end right there. Loopity loop.
1: <laughs> um, forgiveness, dude. It seems anti-intuitive at times, but honestly, man, it really pays off.
0: Yeah, it pay- it's going to pay off in the end because...
1: You, you might not even ever see the results of it.
0: Well, you can look back on it and say, I I gave that to somebody. That's and- true. And I guess there's no closure in that, but love itself is so powerful that I feel like it it can over... It can overspill. Overspill. Yeah. Into that. And you you won't be thinking about that because love is such a universal concept that it just can apply to everything and you're never going to look back and be like, man, I didn't give any closure from that. But in the sense of my dad's relationship, which is what this whole podcast basically (laughs) came to be was, um, you know, I think the maturity... And moving on and, you know, fixing yourself. I think that's also important because, you know, if you are going to think about it and love can overspill, but you have to understand the transformation that needs to take place.
1: Mm. That's good. It's good stuff. So our podcast is quickly coming to a close here. I want to make sure we got this fully covered here. You talked to your dad. I bet you there's more to what he said on this topic. I want to know: is there any more, any more goodies? <clears throat> um, if not, dude, that was that was a great point.
0: I think uh, I wrote down everything that he was saying. I think it, it, you know the man manifestation of maturity from closure, um, the, how how you distinguish exposure and closure in those certain situations, and that sometimes. You know, it's gonna stick with your heart and soul. But I think you have to trust yourself that you can get out of that mm. uh, you know, that situation that you're in. Because yes, you know, in that instance of the relationship, it's always gonna be there, but you're gonna have to move on. The past is the past, you
1: know. It's true. You can forgive yourself. And knowing don't, that you gave everything.
0: And I think my biggest take is forgive and don't forget. And mm. I just think it's just I just think you just have to think about that. It's don't, you know, forgive and don't forget the experience. Don't forget it. Move on from it. But don't forget it. So learn from it. Learn from it. You know, it just sounds cliche, but I I think it's more better to say move on. Because the more you can just say learn from it, they're just going to sit there looking at YouTube videos, and it's like, is that moving on? No, it's waking up at five, going with your soccer team, and putting in the work. Putting in the work. So that you can win Break again. Like a sweat. Yeah, so that you can win yeehaw. again. Yeah, yee-haw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're done.
1: Get <laughs> done, boys. Dude, so, you just express your take. I'm gonna take my take. I feel like it's time. Yeah. My take that I got from this is... Forgiveness is literally a life-changing or can be a life-changing quality.
0: Quality. It's important to acknowledge it's a quality.
1: It, it is a quality. Right. You can be a more forgiving person or not.
0: It's not an emotion. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something
1: that nobody will ever be perfect at, but it's something we can definitely strive for. Mm-hmm. And personally, I want to strive every day to be a more forgiving person.
0: Yeah, same here. <laughs>
1: myself and to others and i think that will make the world a better place if everybody i had the same exact thoughts
0: i said it's going to make the world a better place it because, really is because you i agree ground. with you on that take yeah i i love it it's just you you have the satisfaction you know and it is a quality and it's such great quality you know to it, just have this ability it's to forget an asset, dude. it's an asset you know it's something you can definitely
1: use For not, this is not something that can be used for what you can get. This is something that truly needs to be used for the principle of giving what is needed most.
0: Mm, Yes. It's something
1: that. that you can give. It's not something that can be used to take something. So, bro, I think that's it. That's it? You want to wrap us up here? Let's wrap it up. So, that was a perspective... Those were two awesome perspectives on forgiveness. But hey, we wanna hear your perspective. So Andrew's gonna hit you, is gonna hit you up with a number. I want you to call in, use this number, send us a per, uh, a topic, a perspective, something you wanna share. Just leave a voicemail, we wanna hear your voice and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. your perspective and we'll look into it and we'll share our perspectives and it'll be a good time.
0: Yeah, that number is 19712250638. That's 19712250638. If you have any topics about what we've been talking about either respect, forgiveness, um, or just any anything, <laughs> you know, give hey, us something. Comments. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, review us, give us, you know, a Give like, us a, a 2 review. star at least. <laughs> yes, give us give us some love. If you, uh, if you have some complaints, let us know. We can, we're trying to improve our podcast. We're trying to make the world a better place, and you can help us with that.
0: Yes. Thank you for listening and t- tuning in to us. It's been an honor uh, having you guys here. So We appreciate you sticking around this long. All right, so we'll see you next time on The Double Take. See you guys. Peace out. Peace.